What's up, guys? Hello, everyone. This is our very first podcast episode. We're so excited to be doing this. We are currently sitting in our living room with our cup of coffee. We do this every morning, and this is where we have our long, deep talks and conversations. Sometimes they can go on for hours, and we thought, why not just set up some mics and record it, you know? Yeah, so here we are. Here we are. In case you're new or you don't know, my name is Kemper. I'm Jordan. We've been married for eight years. Yes, together for ten, married for eight and a half. So we met in a church play when we were in like middle school. That's how we kind of first knew of each other. It was the gospel according to Scrooge. It was a Christmas play. Yes. So Kemper was a, a chimney sweep. She did dancing and she flipped across the stage. Yes. I was a, a little boy. And you were a year and a half older than me at the time. So she was like fifth grade. Yes. And I was third grade. And he, third? Yeah. Really? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Cause you're two ahead of me, right? Yeah. I guess. I just didn't realize. Anyways, I did have a crush on your older brother. Right. More so. I was into the older men at the time. Well, at that age, you don't go. Like, if you're in no, fifth grade, you don't go a for third a third grader. grader. Yeah. For sure. So, that's how we kind of first knew of each other. And then, fast forward, we didn't really keep up or anything like that. We didn't really share the same friend group or anything like that. So we went to different schools. We were born in the same town, West Monroe, Louisiana. But... Yeah, we went to different schools, had different friend groups, went to different churches. Yes. So um, fast forward, I am a junior in college. Yeah, I'm a junior in college. It's a local college. Yes. I am on the orientation staff there. And Jordan came through as a little freshman. And he was in my group, and I was like, I recognize this boy. And somehow, I mean, I feel like I probably saw you a little bit maybe on, like, social media through the years because I feel like... The only social media by that time was Facebook. But even still, but even still, I I say that we didn't, we didn't share the same friend groups as far as hanging out, but we knew the same people. So I think I would probably sometimes see you, like, tagged in photos. Because it's just hard for, and maybe, but it's, I feel like it's hard for me to believe that I saw you as a freshman in college and recognized you from a third grade. I mean, I definitely ended up on your Facebook page through uh, the years. Like, <laughs> like I'm confident. I'm 100% sure. I, I you stalked my, your name in. You stalked my Facebook. Yeah, I had a little crush just from, <laughs> from the wee years of our play together. And so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, through the years we knew of each other, but this was so, when we were in the church play, that was 2004, yeah, 2003, something like that, so 10 years later, this is 2012, I'm going to college, and so I come on the campus from my perspective, I'm wearing a flat bill hat, have like long Long hair hair. hanging out the back, and then I had like a tan because it was summer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so I end up going, we, they get all of the kids together and they, you, you haven't really met anyone yet. I have I, I kind of like saw you walking around. I was like, Oh, okay. She's, she's cute or whatever. And then they go to introduce you to tell you like what group you're in. And like, you have two prep leaders, your little group of 30 or 40 students have like two prep leaders. 
And so we ended up finding out that Kemper was going to be my orientation leader. Yes. So I saw him in our little classroom when we took everybody to the classroom. I don't think I had seen him yet. And then I saw him in the classroom and I was like, oh, man. I remember. This yeah, is I'm, about to be bad. Yeah, we kind of, I don't know. We we had this one conversation where, so we don't, we don't have like one-on-one conversation yet. She's just kind of like introducing herself to the group and saying like, hey, I'm going to be your prep leader. This is what the week's going to look like. And then we have this one conversation where it's like, you say there's going to be a spirit competition, like a, like a challenge or a competition the next day. And you're just, I remember you directly looking at me or something, or I asked a question. I was like, so what does this spirit competition challenge entail? And you were like, I don't know. You may have to take off your shirt or <laughs> do something crazy. <laughs> and I just, just me being forward, just trying to get you to take your clothes off already. But, but listen, from my perspective though, I, I had no idea. I'm the younger classman. I think she's kind of like dating somebody. I'm kind of dating somebody. So we're like, it's not like obvious. Like there's, there may be some tension between us. I'm oblivious though. I'm telling myself like, there's no way, no way. She's a junior. I'm a freshman. Like this doesn't happen. She's hot. I'm not kind of thing. No. But I mean, she, yeah, we haven't like acknowledged that we kind of knew each other. She had already asked me the shirt off question, like we, whatever there, but there's not a lot of one-on-one time because she's having to do her job. And so we get to lunch that day and that's where we're in the cafeteria. We eat, we're going to throw our trays away and she's like maybe one or two people behind me in line. And so I'm not going to initiate this deal. I'm a lower classman. I'm literally a freshman. Like I'm not initiating this. Like, so I hear, I'm just looking forward, maybe talking to one of my friends or something. And I hear Jordan, do you remember me? And I turn around and we knew, like, <laughs> I don't know, we both just recall this moment so vividly. And I was like, yeah, Kemper from from Scrooge, because that's the only place we had really actually interacted at all. Right. I ended up coming up to you, I think maybe on the last day or something of the um, like orientation. And I was like, hey, if you ever have any questions about campus or anything, here's my phone number. Yes. <laughs> Just throw it. And you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then I think like somehow I got yours back. So I don't know if you had texted me in that moment and been like, yeah, here's my number or whatever. Yeah, I have or a maybe- question. <laughs> Okay. After all these years. Yeah. (laughs) I went through prep with one of my best friends. And so I remember where we were standing outside of the sub, like in the gazebo kind of square hub, whatever we called it at the time. And uh, after she gave me her number, I I remember going directly to my best. You're never going to guess who just gave me their number. (laughs) And like, I like pulled it up in my phone because I knew he wouldn't believe me. And I was like, she literally like took my phone and like put her number in there. And so. (laughs) And then I, I had texted you. I think I had never like heard from you all summer. And I was like, or a lot of the summer I hadn't heard from you. And I was like, oh man. So I had texted you and I was like, your guys' group was still the best. Like, I think I had sent that, and he never responded. And I was like, cool. And he says, like, after, obviously, like, we started dating and talked about everything or whatever, he says he never got that text message. I didn't. I never (laughs) saw that. That was So that was May of 2012. We don't see each other again all summer until August when school starts. Mm -hmm. And so... 
once we came back to school, we had a meeting. I was on the campus activities board. Um, what is that called? The board. <laughs> but I was a, I was a oh an officer an officer. <laughs> so I was an officer, and Jordan was coming through as a new member. So we had a meeting, and. Uh, we hadn't talked all summer at this no. point because he never texted me back. <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> and so we're up there. My sis, my now sister-in-law, she was one of my best friends at the time. She knew Jordan and his best friend. She grew up with his best friend. And so she was sitting at the table with them. Yeah. So it was me. To my right was my best friend. To his right was Kemper's sister-in-law. Yes. So I see Jordan and I'm like, gosh, she's just giving me this feeling. When you said when people say love at first sight, like I know it sounds silly, but I really think that I was experiencing that at prep and then like reliving it again here all over again. And I was just like, there is something about this boy, like and so I text my sister in law. <laughs> And I say, I'm going to have his babies one day. <laughs> and she ended up showing it to you, didn't she? showed she? it to my best friend who's sitting beside <laughs> me. And my best friend takes the phone and points it at me. And I see Kemper at the top messaged her sister-in-law and said, tell, tell Jordan I'm going to have his babies one day. <laughs> and I'm like, my stomach dropped. I'm a, I, I look up at her. She's like on the stage. I don't think we make eye contact or anything. Because, I mean, we hadn't talked to this point. Right. Like, that's what's so insane to me is you were saying that and she was she was being forward like it's just silly who she is like she there's no filter she just says what comes to her mind and so she she sent that text and I just remember like I that was the first time I'd ever thought that you might be interested in me right. I was like oh she, I don't know if she's joking fully but this is like a flirtatious joke right it was it definitely was yeah well, fast way fast forward, you are going to have my baby. <laughs> That's right. We are 22 weeks pregnant yes. with our very first. Yeah. So there's still not much conversation between the two of us. We're just we're going to meetings. We're 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 in the same like activity organization, so we kind of see each other back and forth, but that September so is September of 2012. We ended up, there was a hurricane coming through, and we planned a hurricane party at her house, but it was just me, my best friend, and her and her best <laughs> friend, and so it wasn't a party, but we that's how, I don't know, we made it make sense, and I showed up over there, and I was going to be staying at my best friend's house, and uh, I went to her house, and I think we watched movies and like played games and we were just like hanging out. And then I think the weather actually got like bad to where y'all actually like couldn't leave. So y'all ended up having to like stay. Well, yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we just, yes. Is that just what, was that our cover up story? I think so. That's why, that's why I started laughing. It's like, unless there's actual tornado on the road, you usually just go home. Right. But I mean, everyone was suggesting don't, don't drive, stay inside. So we did that. We stayed inside. We started talking probably about 10 or 11. Just it's us two on her couch. I think our friends were with us at the time. Yeah, I think my friend had gone to bed and your friend was on like the other couch in the living room. Yeah. And so we start talking and we just continue talking and opening up to each other. And we talked about everything from uh, what our biggest fears are to 
you know, life moments, big life moments that changed us, that made us who we are, which is just very deep. We got very deep very quickly. Yeah, we started just opening up and like sharing our hearts and getting to know one another definitely in that night. So we ended up staying up until five o'clock in the morning, just in the same spot. The whole time having conversation, we were laughing, we were crying. I was crying at points. I yeah. don't know if you, if you did, but we we're laughing and crying and just like kind of took our friendship to a like new level at that point. And yeah, it was like, like emotional. It was because we would, we didn't touch. No, it, this wasn't like a sexual thing. No, we, no. I was at the time I was eighteen. You're twenty. Yes, I feel like it was just kind of a foreshadow of our life and our relationship through the years we've never stopped like having those conversations it's crazy how you can be with someone for 10 years and still like I mean I would say at least once a week we sit down and have these conversations where obviously they're not getting to necessarily know each other because we have done that to this point already we, I feel like, know pretty much everything about each other, how each other ticks and everything like that. But just, like, conversations to never stop growing, like, learning new things about how to handle things or why do we do things this way or why does our brains work this way and relationships and how, how to make them stronger and what we can do to better ourselves for each other. And So we decided to start a podcast and let you guys sit in on these conversations. Yeah. After the hurricane party, we ended up dating, starting to date in November of that year. That's 2012. Yes. And so we, yeah, things just got hot and heavy quickly. <laughs> um, relationally, speaking, <laughs> not sexually. And uh, we got engaged. Is that the next part? Yes. We got engaged in January of 2014. So we dated for about a year and a half, right? Before, is that Yes. Correct? Before we got engaged and then we were engaged. I guess that's only, we knew each other a year and a half. We'd only been dating yeah. since November 2012. So it's only, that's dating a year and a month or two. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So dated for about a year. And, okay, yeah. So dated for about a year, engaged, and then we were engaged for six months. Yeah. And then we got married. Yeah, from January to July of 2014. Right. Which is, I mean, I feel like everybody's journeys look so different. Like some people you meet and and you just know. Like, I mean, that felt like an eternity for me. Like it doesn't sound like it was a long time, a year and a half of knowing someone and then getting married. But like I was ready from the day I said, all right, I'm ready to have your babies. Like (laughs) obviously I just knew it wasn't. I knew you were a good person, like, too. I just knew, like, I think I'd maybe just heard things about you and just knew, like, how you were raised and, like, your morals. And then being around you at prep, like, you being in my group, I could just see that you weren't like the other guys. Like, you were cool and, like, you weren't scared to be cool and, like, you weren't scared to have fun. Like, you didn't have this, like, too cool vibe. And, like, you were just so respectful to, like, me and the way you, like talked to me or like approached me or interacted with me like I feel like we're both pretty like emotionally aware and we can like read people and pick up on people's vibes like pretty quickly 
So I just felt like I picked up on your vibe like pretty quickly. Like, and I just, I just knew it never faltered. There was never red flags. It was never a question from the moment that we had met until ever. (laughs) You said, you said we were good at being emotional and like reading people. I don't feel like I was at the time. Really? You feel like it's something you kind of learned from you. That's what I was just, I was like all boy. I was 18 years old. Like I'm just now becoming like an adult and, and I can buy tobacco. Goodbye. (laughs) I did it. Have you ever bought tobacco in your (laughs) life? I don't think so, (laughs) but it was important at the time. Right. And so I'm just kind of like, Oh, she's pretty. Like the thoughts aren't that deep for me because up to that point, I don't, my mind doesn't work that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just a guy. I just do guy things. I think kind of shallowly. And so you had depth more, you had a little more depth. I agree. You're, you have way more depth now, but I will say like the way your mom like is and raised you and like the things she did teach you and stuff like you had more, way more depth than most guys. Yes. But coming from the background of I had one brother so we had a house of three boys and one girl she did do the best she could at teaching me this is how a girl is this is what you need to do for a woman this is what a woman needs but it didn't really register like you weren't practicing it you weren't having to put it into practice really I knew what to do on paper but like just being in an intimate relationship like that I was very new and a beginner and had to learn so much So we got married in July of 2014 and honeymoon in Puerto Rico. (laughs) Yes, we went and honeymoon in Puerto Rico. It was on a budget. We did not. No. So Kemper graduated in biology. I still had a semester left after we got married. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had a year and a half. Yeah. Holy. Wait, a year? No, because I I think you only had a year because I was a semester late. I okay. didn't have a semester, like, actually, I had an extra semester. Right. So I think you only had a year. No, I had two years left. Oh, because you were two grades behind me. Oh, my goodness. No, so then... We you, got married in 2014. I graduated May of 2016. You would have had a year and a half left, I think. Yes. Because we got married in July. I had until... No. Two years. <laughs> okay. Regardless, you a still had school. school. Yeah. And it, I just, it's so funny because I remember like I somehow made it through my last semester, but oh, it's just, that's so hard. Like you're married and we're both like on fire and just like only care about each other and like nothing else Literally mattered. Couldn't love, care less. Love was paying the bills 100%. We were living on ramen and frozen pizzas and we had this was like we had 20 or 30 dollars in our bank account at one point like we were living in a house that it was my great-grandmother's yeah um so it's like no house. rent yeah no mortgage anything so we're living for free we're just trying to pay utilities and food pretty much right and finish school yeah if you are in that situation out there where you're married Early. and still both of you still have college left bless your soul yeah it was a, that it is was, a tough that was a tough time it was a tough time we made it through you you barely made it out of college at, yes. at that point yeah it was seized get degrees at that point for sure but because we would the only time we'd have yeah I would I would wake up go to class in the morning and then I'd work a part-time job so I was in accounting 
So I worked in an accounting firm for a little while, part-time. And then so in the evenings was the only time we had together. Yep. And I mean, we're doing homework, taking tests, doing stuff online for class. Yeah. We had been married for about a year and I was actually working as the stylist assistant for Duck Dynasty. <laughs> that was a fun and cool experience, but it was long hours, like very long hours and irregular. Yeah, like really random long hours and just being like freshly married. It was tough because it was like all I wanted to do was like be with Jordan. I feel like I'm still like that. Like if I had to go do a job, I think where I'm gone all day, I feel like I would malfunction. I don't feel like I would, I could do it. I feel like we work best with lots and lots of time together. And we understand that every couple is not like that. Some couples, it, it is best to have a lot of time apart. But I think it's because we share that best friend relationship. For sure. I feel like our like personalities just like work well together it's not like we're like I'm gonna kill him if I'm around him too long or like it's like where uh, they just like mesh well like together and we still do have we'll we'll set times aside where it's like okay let's you do your thing I'll do my thing and we'll reconvene and for sure that's healthy it's a must especially when you're like working together all the time it's not that you even feel like I've got to get away but it's like it's just healthy to like Take time for yourself alone, do whatever you want or need to do. So while I was working for Duck Dynasty, um, I was having a conversation with Sadie and just kind of talking about what I liked to do. And I loved fashion. My stepmom um, at the time owned a clothing boutique, so I grew up for many years in fashion, fashion shows, photo shoots, different things like that. And it kind of just spurred a passion like for the industry and like clothes and styling outfits. And that's what you were doing for Duck Dynasty was she was having to pick out clothes for the uh, actors and yes. So we would style them. And so whenever me and Sadie were talking about it, and again, this was in 2015 or so um she had mentioned blogging she was like have you ever heard of blogging or like instagram influencing or whatever and i was like no and influencing was not a was not a term at the time no and i feel like in the south too like everything kind of gets here later than everywhere else because it had been a thing for maybe even like three to five years I feel like at that point it had it had already been a thing but I think Instagram came out in 2012 and so before that yeah so that'd be three years it had kind of been a thing for like but before that people had their own websites and that was it that was the blogging of it all you know yes so she pulled up some um Instagram pages and showed me like some of the OG Instagram pages and was showing me like what they do and what they post and like tagging brands and that they got sent free clothes and like all this stuff. And I was like, this is so cool. Like I will never probably be anywhere close to this. I'll probably never even get sent anything, (laughs) but just posting your outfits. Maybe that was the goal. I mean, it wasn't the goal, but it's like, maybe that was a thought in our heads where it's like, you know, if we could get like some free shirts, like at the time that was everything, you know, 
which we didn't have enough money to afford like you buying or having shopping sprees or whatever. For sure. We're like, you know what? Let's just give it a go. Let's just go take some pictures around town of outfits and post them and tag brands. And if nothing else, it'll be fun to do. And I'll be, you know, posting and maybe somebody will get inspo from it or they'll be able to I can help them with styling their outfits or something so started that and uh, it w- for us it was it was like a hobby you know it was something we could do together as a couple for sure it sounded like something fun to like express our creativity like you kind of liked the photography like aspect of it in the creative yeah. space and then I liked the fashion aspect of it so it was like a it was a, totally a hobby we never planned or imagined that we would make a a dollar off of it honestly and you came home and what you said you mentioned it to me you said I think I may want to start a fashion blog and at the time that was the first time I'd ever heard that terminology it was so new people around us didn't know what that was like our whole community had zero maybe one girl was doing something similar to that Mm -hmm. um but I did find interest in that you had a website and so I designed the website and uh kind of we'd bounce ideas off of each other but a lot of it was through we tried to do it through Instagram for sure so we launched that in March of 2015 and then um just did it as a hobby for a while and I worked for Duck Dynasty I think for another like six months after that maybe or something like that and then um after that I started being a caretaker for Jordan's grandmother so I was doing that and um taking photos and Jordan was still working as an accountant at the health care firm so it was crazy because we actually started making money on Instagram we started getting jobs and like people paying you know maybe was it was towards the end of the year or no probably I don't I'm not sure I remember when we first launched we had one company email us and 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 say uh we'd love to send you guys some t-shirts if you want to put them on your blog and we were over the moon yes we flipped out I think the brand that sent us the shirt was it was it called ATX Mafia or yes. something was it, it was, a brand out of Dal- uh, Dallas or yeah something? It was Texas somewhere in Texas but our we still have the shirt you kept it so it's shout in your out closet. to ATX Mafia you were <laughs> our very first um partnership yeah So, um, after that, we just started kind of just slowly growing Instagram. And I think I was a caretaker for your grandmother for, it was like a year, a year and a half. Yeah. And we kind of just like sat down one day and had a conversation. We were like, okay, at the point we start, we match the income that I was making as a caretaker for his grandmother. At the point we match that with Instagram, like I'll stop being a caretaker for his grandmother and I will start doing Instagram full time. And, you know, we kind of just like set the boundaries because it was such a scary thing because in a sense it was still new and you just didn't know where it was going or what the future held for it. And I mean, I still feel like it's that way to this day. Like you just never really know with social media. So we kind of set that boundary and we started making like about the same and so I started doing that full time Jordan was still an accountant and 
and then we we set another another like goal and we said okay at the point that we match what you're making at into what I'm making like once that matches then you'll stop doing it full time which was really scary because that was still our like stable paycheck we knew what you were getting and so we were like oh this is like going to be a really big decision yeah and so that was started in 2015 that was five years later 2020 i was still at the health healthcare firm gosh is that like COVID times is when you trained you you quit that job and came on full-time so i think so because I, I remember i was working from home for a little while yeah and then so the end of 2020 i think we decided to sign on with management for I instagram remember that yeah. because i remember management being like yeah i think it would be great if he was like full-time with you eventually like it's gonna like open more opportunities and things like that so those two things like back to back you coming on full time and then signing with management like so signing with management at the end of that year mm -hmm. we signed a lot of deals and management suggested like hey you could both do this full time and so at the beginning of 2021 is when i actually left the healthcare firm okay so it's almost been 2 years that you've been full time right yeah it seems like so much longer it does that's so weird but that changed the game for us. Like I would say like just obviously just with the job and being able to do it well and efficiently and and not being limited by other factors or other hours or things like that and just really being able to pour our time into it and then also signing on with management that just like changed the game for us completely. And yeah. And so we've been doing it together full time for two years and it's been the best the time of our lives, best. really. Literally can't imagine like not working together full time. We always talk about like, well, if we ever do anything else, like, well, it'll have to be something we something can do together. together. Yeah. We working together really just works well for us. Kemper is an excellent communicator and she's taught me over the years to communicate well and efficiently and effectively. And I feel like that's really benefited our relationship, you know, knowing what is going on in the other person's head. For sure. No, Jordan's very too like, um, open to, I feel like as a woman or just me anyways, maybe not all women, I can tend my personality type to just be like, um, I don't want to say needy because we actually just listened to a book that talks about emotional needs. And like, I feel like that can sound like it's such a bad thing, like a negative connotation. Yeah. But I just have like, because I think I ha there's a lot of emotional depth there. There's a lot of awareness of things and like, so just a, a lot of needs, but Jordan's just always been so good through the years of like, okay, like how can we, how can we make this better? How can, you know, like just being willing, always being willing and open to meeting those needs or growing together. And that's, I feel like, rare in guys. Um, I feel like I'm just like a big kid. Like I still just find so much interest in life and learning every day. I feel like you teach me something about being a woman, you know, being a man is the only lens I've ever viewed life through. And 
over these past eight, 10 years with you, you've showed me like, okay, this is how I view something. It's completely different than a man. It's the same exact situation. We're looking at the same exact thing happen on a TV show or in the world or whatever it may be. And Kemper will say, well, I don't think he feels this way. And I'm saying, oh, I think he does or whatever. But it's just men and women we found even through our relationships with friends we have so much of a different perspective on life and I feel like each one can learn from the other. For sure. It's not that one's right and one's wrong or like you have to conform to one or the other. It's just like learning to understand each other and like saying, okay, like I understand why you see it this way. This is how I see it. And that's where my feelings or emotions are coming from. And it's like, okay, yeah, I can understand that. And just, Having an open mind, I guess, I feel like. But you truly are the reason that that I feel like um, I am this way because I think back to when I was a kid or when I was a teenager or even at the beginning of our relationship and I didn't communicate or even value communication the way I do now. It's I feel like it's the pinnacle of what keeps a relationship strong, you know? And so... I feel like it's I feel like you've worn off on me in in the best way to teach me like this is how you communicate your feelings this is how you communicate your emotions in the south I feel like guys struggle to do that we're brought up just being taught like you don't share your emotions you don't show your emotions you kind of keep everything bottled up that's what strength in a man is And Kemper has helped me kind of break down those barriers of, no, it's okay to show your emotions, which my mom said that throughout my life, but kind of the, the society kind of teaches you differently, but I've kind of Kemper's made me confident in being able to, to be vulnerable emotionally. And I feel like that's, that's such a huge part of why we're able to have such a deep connection is because I try to fully understand her. And at the same time, she tries to fully understand me. And when you're able to communicate what's going on in your head and put it out there, each of you are able to see it and kind of make changes or, uh, I don't know, understand each other better. Yes, totally. And that's kind of where what's led us to start this podcast is we want to give insights on our marriage, on our relationship, uh, we think we have good advice for couples that are in a relationship or thinking about marriage or wanting something to be successful long term. For sure. What's just kind of like what's worked for us and what we've seen um, be successful. And obviously every relationship is completely different, but we definitely have a passion for this area. So it's fun to be able to come on here and just kind of share our talks and and share our lives yeah I think going forward we'll have times where we'll we'll do like Q and A's and and they'll be able to come on maybe ask questions we can offer advice um with with Kemper's pregnancy now we're we're we'll have lots of life updates for you guys like we're gonna be starting a nursery and Kemper's still super into, we're both into fitness, but Kemper's into fitness being pregnant, which is super interesting. And so we'll, we'll have topics to talk about. We'll, we'll be talking a lot about relationships, kind of what, yeah, like you said, what our relationship, that's kind of what we pull. We, 
we soak up, we absorb a lot of uh, data from other relationships, relationships we see on TV. It's just always been a topic that we've been able to relate to each other and both find interest in. So I feel like that's what we want to really share with you guys. For sure. And I don't know if we said, but we are pregnant with a little girl. Yes. I don't know if we said a girl. I don't no, know if we, we said that I don't think not. we did. So we're pregnant with a little girl. She's due early May. and We have a name, but we will not share. We will be keeping that a secret until she's born. But it's, it's so weird. I feel like something is in the air right now because I have never seen so many people pregnant at once. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. I so don't know that what that means, is. So, I mean, if they're pregnant now, because a lot of people are still uh, revealing that they're pregnant, that means something was in the air two, three, four, five months ago, you know? Right. I, I, like, it is so crazy. Like, I wonder if that is a thing. If, I don't know, the way the moon and the stars lined up is just... Maybe just boomers are on their way out and... We it's need time to, to repopulate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, one of the you got a comment the other day. One of the CrossFit athletes, the big, the the most successful woman CrossFit athlete in the world, uh, just announced she's pregnant. Yes, and somebody made a joke about you timing it up with her. Yeah, y'all to be pregnant at the same time. I said a little girl's gonna be the next Tia Claire to me. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's all we have for today. We're so excited, though, because we have already just been brainstorming so many different topics and things that we want to share and talk about with relationships and just everything like that. So just make sure that you stay tuned. We will be releasing episodes. Are we going to do once a week? Yeah, once a week. I think every Friday. Okay. And then we're going to try to... Uh, let you guys in on a video episode maybe once a month. Yes. That'll be our goal, so hold us to it. Yes. Also, we are going to be on Instagram. Actually, all of our socials, I believe, is going to be better half. Have we even said that? I don't think so. <laughs> so the name of the podcast is Better Half. <laughs> if you made it this far, you get to know the name of our podcast. <laughs> So Better Half Podcast with Joe and Kemp. Yeah. Better Half is just one word. So Better Half smushed together and then with Joe and Kemp. And then our personal Instagram is at Joe and Kemp, J-O-A-N-D-K-E-M-P, if you want to check us out on there as well. Yeah, and give us a follow on our podcast Instagram. It's Better Half J-K. So that's all just one word smushed together. Better Half J-K. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We're going to have so much fun. I'm so excited. And yeah, we've enjoyed just being able to share with you. And we relived our meeting and what, what what's that called? <laughs> our love story. We relived our love story. <laughs> yeah, we got to relive it. And it just brought back good memories sharing with you and just sharing with each other. So thank you guys for listening. We'll see you soon. See you soon. Bye bye.